0: Welcome to the Naples Community Church Podcast with Pastor Kurt Anderson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you find this sermon inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective to see God moving in your life. We trust God has great things in store for you. Enjoy today's message. And now, Heavenly Father, feed us with heavenly food and drink as we come to your Son. And receive from him all the goodness of his hand. May we receive it in a manner that gives you glory and honor and praise. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus has just come from feeding 5,000. And that's just the guys. They didn't count the women or the children. So it was probably more like 12,000. And barley loaves and fish and and, um, an amazing miracle. And the people loved it, of course. Free food. And um, the disciples went ahead of him. He stayed to pray in the mountains. And then there was a big gust of wind on the, on the lake, and, and Jesus saw the, that his guys were straining at the oars about four miles off. And so he walked on the water to join them. The next morning, he meets the people who had been fed, and they see him And they are so excited, but they don't know how he got there, but they they ask him if they might have some more bread. Hear the word of God as it comes to us from the Gospel of John. Sir, give us that bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty, but you haven't believed in me even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of those he has given me but that I should raise them up on the last day. For it is my father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Then the people began to murmur in disagreement because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, isn't this Jesus, son of Joseph? We know his father and his mother. How can he say he came down from heaven? Jesus replied, stop complaining about what I said. For no one can come, down, can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day I will raise them up, as it is written in the Scriptures. They will be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has ever seen the Father. Only I, who was sent from God. Have seen him. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they all died. Anyone who eats the bread who eats the bread from heaven, however, will never die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And this bread which I will offer, so the world may live is my flesh. Then the people began arguing with each other about what he meant. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. I live because of the living Father who sent me. In the same way, anyone who feeds on me will live because of me. I am the true bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will not die as your ancestors did, even though they ate the manna, but will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. Many of the disciples said, this is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? The word of God. And of course, they ask for a sign. He's feeding five to 12,000 or so people or more. Walking on water, well, that's not enough. How can he say these things? They want more. They want the bread that he gave them after he preached to them on the shores of Galilee. They want that kind of bread. They don't want the kind of weird spiritual messiah that he's talking about. What on earth is he talking about? They want him to be feeding them. They want the kind of messiah that that gives them a bunch of stuff. That's what they're hoping for, that's what they're expecting. They want a messiah that will be like a, a really great king, kind of like David was. So human, so very expected, so very ordinary. They want what they want when they want it. They have their expectations. And Jesus, with his own word and with his own self, flies in the face of all those expectations. And he says, you are not, you are not going deep enough. You know there's a uh, phrase that people often use in reference to themselves they call themselves spiritual but not religious. I don't know what that means. And I don't really even know what spiritual, pardon me, what religious and not spiritual means. My uh, daughter is in Bend Oregon. Bend Oregon is just on the cusp of Eastern Oregon and Western Oregon and Eastern Oregon meet. And it's not purple, it's very red and very blue. And it's the kind of place where there's very little understanding among people. But the, the blue side of Oregon talks about their spirituality. Spirituality this free-floating, ethereal sort of reality that, that well, I, don't, I just don't know what they're talking about. And the red side tends to be kind of religious, got to go to church, got to do these things. And I wonder if people are actually not spiritual and not religious. I wonder if the normal state of people is just to be concerned about where does the next meal come from? Where does the next tank of gas come from? Where do we we get all the stuff of life? Where does it come from? Some people are very blessed in life and, and many are not. Many have to struggle day in and day out. St. Matthew's house had this gathering at the airport a few weeks ago. And it was um, a lot of people who were a part of this um, were there because they, they owned airplanes. And they, they, they gathered there at the airport. And um, so I'm on the board at St. Matthew's House. So I was reading uh, getting, I was reading some stuff and getting ready for Sunday morning. It was a Thursday. And I thought, well, I really should go. And so I just went. I had jeans on and an iron, unironed shirt. And I, uh, I went. And here are all these people decked out to the nines. And I'm driving my 20-year-old car. And they have brand new, you know, gorgeous, beautiful cars. And so I went in. And I saw a number of bored people and, and uh, just just greeted people and, and talked a bit. I was there for about 30 minutes. Because I hadn't paid, I didn't even have any shrimp or anything like that. But on my way out, I was walking by the guys who were doing valet. One of the guys called out to me, and he said, hey, do you work here? We need some lights turned on. <laughs> and I thought, I love that I was mistaken for one of them. And I love that I was mistaken for those who were also in the airport at the, at the reception. I love the fact that that, that said to me something that I, I, felt, I felt good about. And that is that I, I don't have to have a lot of stuff Billy, Dan, and Don were flown down to, an, uh, to what it, Aruba or some, one of these places down in the Caribbean and, and uh, by Dick Schultz, who is the founder of Best Buy here in town, and I, I guess he's got nine airplanes. I don't even have one. <laughs> but a man like that, deeply blessed and profoundly grateful, he doesn't live for that stuff. And so many people don't live for that stuff. They live for the daily bread that God gives. And so there are so many people who are so richly, deeply blessed, and yet that stuff doesn't own them. They're free because they know that the true source of life is the bread of life. And yet... So we have this kind of free-floating spirituality out there that I don't know that that's even real. And then we have this kind of religiosity out there that I don't know that that's real. My, my roommate in college was a wild man. Played basketball with him on the team, and, and he was a wild man. And I, and I at one point I just said, I said, how can you, how can you do this stuff? He said, well, Every Sunday, I go to church, I get the wafer, and I can start all over again. <laughs> Jesus says, you don't get it, people. You're not, you're not understanding at all. But understand this. You wouldn't be here if, I didn't, if, your fa- if the father didn't, father didn't draw you here. You wouldn't be here if there wasn't some sort of prompting to bring you here. And I'm not going to let you go. But I've got a a hard word for you. A tough word. So I am the bread. You have to ingest me. This hard word that Jesus says, it's so stunning here in the Gospel of John. Unless you eat my flesh... And drink my blood. You can have no part of what God has prepared for you. This puts Jesus in a credibility crisis. The people, says after this whole thing transpired, a lot of the people left. They just left. Probably with comments, he's nuts. They did say, how can we do this? How can this possibly be? He's crazy, and they left him because they had no category in their experience to understand what he was saying. How can this be? The credibility crisis was the radicality of Jesus' call. The call of God to us is so profoundly deep and radical that if we hear that call, and don't have something of a crisis in our own hearts and lives, then we may not have heard the call. But our Lord calls us to live this life in such a way as to understand that in all things, we we trust in him. We sup on him. We draw our life, our sustenance from him. And the disciples said, who understands this? I can't can't understand this. I have no way of understanding what's going on. A number of things transpired. And then Jesus with his disciples, alone, just before he went to his crucifixion, took bread and broke it. And he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is for you. And then he took the cup. And he said, this is my blood which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, as often as you eat my flesh, and drink my blood, you show forth our Lord's kingdom to all. Come to the table of our Lord. If you enjoyed today's podcast, there are a few things you can do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. For more information, you can visit us online at www.naplescommunitychurch.org. If you happen to be visiting Naples, please drop in for our Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to meet you. Thanks again for joining us. Have a fabulous day.